Direct from Newstalk ZB's team at Parliament. The Beehive Buzz. Beehive Buzz. And we've been joined in the studio by Newstalk ZB political reporter Aaron Darman. Aaron, hello. Good morning, Nick. <laughs> Do the niceties first before. <laughs> I, my, the first question I had written down sort of got my blood boiling a bit. What did you make of yesterday's announcement? Well, what did I make of it? I mean, this was something which was a long time coming, right? I mean, the the, the controversy, the the brouhaha, if you will, over the mandates, over scanning in, over vaccine passes, over QR codes, it's been going on for months. And I'd say really, I mean, these last six months uh, to a year have been really difficult for the government. I don't think Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern will look back at these six months and go, they were my favourite months in the job because implementing something like a vaccine mandate is always going to uh, bring up a lot of tension. It will divide a country to a certain extent. It's just the nature of implementing something like a mandate. Uh, And so being able to get rid of those from April 4, I think, will be a bit of a weight off her shoulders. Obviously, there are some sectors where they'll still uh, be in play, for example, with healthcare workers. Uh, But generally speaking, to to move on from that phase of our response uh, for the government, for ministers, for everyone that has to kind of ask, uh, sorry, answer the questions, they'll be uh, glad to see them go. Did you... Uh, get a fright when we didn't go to orange or did you feel that that we weren't ready to go to orange? No, to be honest, I think uh, considering that we are still in this Omicron sort of wave, yes, Auckland seems to have peaked, but the rest of the country is either there or thereabouts or still getting there. Uh, I think it's fair that we are still in in a red setting. That will be reviewed on April 4 as well. Uh, and then it'll be interesting to see where things go. Did she tell us that she was going to uh, look at the the colour of the traffic lights on April 4th? Or yeah, so there will be a review of the red setting on April oh, 4th. Okay. Do, you, do you reckon it'll change then? Oh, that's a, it's a difficult question because this government has always been very cautious. It has always very much been this kind of, well, let's just wait and see approach and then once we're 100% sure we'll move. But that has changed over the last couple of months and uh, we went very quickly from, well, this elimination strategy to it's going to run loose, we've done all we can, you should be double vaccinated and boosted. Uh, we'll see how we go. How hard do you think the opposition are going to kick back at this? It's, again, also a very uh, a fascinating uh, question from, from an opposition standpoint because they've been pushing very hard to, first the ACT Party, then the Nats, to get rid of these vaccine mandates, to get rid of the passes. Hey, let's open up. Uh, it, it's, it's time for them to go. Uh, but this, in a way, was always coming. So it feels like the wind uh, has been taken a little bit out, out of their sails uh, to a certain extent. They, they, they will chalk this down as a win, but I don't know if you can chalk this down as a political win when something uh, was already in inevitable. So the one thing that the National Party is still calling for is getting rid of the traffic light framework as a whole. Uh, They would uh, dump that on April 13 when we open uh, to Australia completely. Uh, That remains. That is the one thing that Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern says it's sticking around because there is the concern of a future variant. There is the concern of something potentially more serious than Omicron or something equivalent to Omicron. And so she wants to keep those tools in the toolbox. And I think we as people understand that. But I think we want to see that the movement is more flexible so that if we do well and everything's going well, we go down and then we go back up if things get bad. I think we can understand that, but just sort of, I don't know, hanging on seems to be a little bit hard for, for the general public to understand. 
It's very it's very difficult for the general public. I mean, the, these last two years, yesterday was exactly two years since yeah. uh, Jacinda Ardern announced that we were going into lockdown. There's no doubt these two years have been very difficult. And actually, it's interesting because yesterday, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern used the words bloody hard. I thought, oh my gosh, a bit of a profanity in the in the, in the press conference almost. Um, but trying to... What did you make of that? For me, that was her trying to get down and get dirty. Absolutely. That is exactly what I thought too. She, she was trying to be relevant. Uh, she was trying to, yeah, get down down with the kids and kind of I speak your language uh, and it was very different from some of the other communication uh, strategies that we've seen used over the last couple of years, graphs and and different sort of bureaucratic uh, jargon and ultimately it was it was her saying, hey I, I, I'm relatable uh, and, uh, and in this next step, in this next phase, we're giving you a bit of responsibility as well. It actually made her unrelatable to me. You know, in my intro this morning I said, you know, Actually, Jacinda, you don't know how bloody hard it's been because you're still getting paid every week. There's a lot of people there that have lost businesses and lost homes, you know, lost their jobs through mandates. There's a lot of real pain out there, a lot of unaffected people working from home and life goes on, but there is some real pain out there. And I thought by her saying that is she doesn't relate to it. She's got security guards everywhere she goes. She's got chauffeurs driving around. She's getting a pay, you know. So does she relate to it? Well... I, I think she's trying to be relatable, whether or not she, she is or not. I mean, that will depend on the person that she's talking to. So the person that is able to work from home, the person that where COVID-19 has generally left them unaffected, they'll probably say, yeah, like it's been bloody hard, but I'm okay. But those that are in real pain, those businesses that have fallen over, they'll look at that and say, actually, you can't relate to us, Prime Minister. You don't know how bloody hard it's been. And like you say, uh, actually... Uh, you have no clue just how painful this has been. No. Yeah. Great way to answer that. Waiting the three days for her to make the announcement. For me, a couple of our callers said that it was to be on the same date as you pointed out. Do you reckon it was as simple as that? And if it was, I feel even more disappointed. There's an element in politics of what I'd call the two T's, theatre and timing. And uh, it's almost ironic in a way that the Beehive uh, the Beehive Theatrette is called the Theatrette because there is an element of political theatre to, to all announcements. Obviously, we, we wish there wasn't. This is, uh, this is obviously a public health matter. Um, but there is. On Monday, the government announced uh, support for Ukraine. It was Ukraine Day. We were there supporting Ukraine. We were sending uh, equipment over to Ukraine. Having all those things sort of bun- bundled together would have been a really difficult thing to sell and a really difficult thing to announce. So I think there was an element of timing and there was an element of theatre to this announcement. But that isn't to say that there is, of course, administrative things that have to go on in the background. I mean, these are big cogs that have to turn uh, when when you're getting rid of things like mandates or sort of communicating to businesses that passes can go. However, we've seen the government being able to move quickly when we've had to. Lockdowns. They can change laws overnight. They can. And so there is definitely an element of cynicism to say, well, if, if they wanted to announce it on Monday, if they wanted to let businesses know on Monday, if they wanted to let the general public know on Monday, they would have. And you know what? Business people like myself should have known. They should have known that nothing major was going to be happening because they gave, she would have given them the time to adjust, wouldn't she, if she was going to make something. If we were going to Orange and everything could open up, she would have given them more time to, to let them know. But anyway, there's no kind of, my feeling is there's not a lot of turning back from this if there is another variant. What are your thoughts? Do you think that they've got the systems in place if we have to go back? And what would happen? And I don't have a lot of time, so... 
Well, Jacinda Ardern uh, said, don't delete your COVID tracer app uh, from your phone, indicating that there are, like I said before, these tools in the toolbox uh, in case of a variant cropping up. But you're right. And I think above all, it's the public buy-in that will be so difficult to reverse. We're now in this next step. We're now moving into, well, another new normal. The amount of times we've heard the term new normal. New normal. But, I, but I really feel like we're, we're in that space now. We're getting rid of the mandates. We're getting rid of the passes. We're getting rid of scanning. These habits that we've developed over the last couple of months and years. And so it is very, very difficult to see a way back to how things were. She hasn't completely ruled out restrictions as they have been, but I think the public have made it very clear over the last couple of months that they've really had enough of those types of restrictions. And from a government point of view, we're heading into election next year. It, it would be almost near on politically unpalatable to go back. And do you think there's a yes or no answer because I've only got 15 seconds. Do you think there is a, a sort of a vibe that, that we're starting to think and feel about the next election now? Absolutely. And boy, it's exciting. <laughs> Aaron, it's exciting having you in the studio. Aaron Darman is the News Talk ZB political reporter. Uh, yeah, well, always good to have you in the studio, Aaron. Good, good, extreme, extreme talent. I don't want to put the word young, but I, I love your youthness, <laughs> but, but I don't want to uh, denigrate you by calling you young. No, that, always you know a what I mean? It's, not, yeah, yeah, it's no. a funny thing, eh? Yeah, I don't want, well, if I was 40, would I be just as talented? Yes, you would be. And you'd be just as young. <laughs> Thanks very much. Always a pleasure. News Talk ZB.